You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to Speeds and Spittin' Statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic on the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet, Dane Martinez. You know what it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speedy, a.k.a. The Spin Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, to people listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We got a big-time show for you on a Wednesday. I'm going to admit to you guys, I'm going to be giving you my injury reports, I'm going to be giving you my spotlight games in the NFL season, but I got one eye also on the New York Yankees, who have a 3 nothing lead on the Houston Astros in Game 5 of the ALCS, so I got my all-rise for the judge. We're ready to make it happen. We about to rise. As you know, we got my boy Ted Finn Jr. in here in the house. We got the manimal, Chris Bofona. He's downstairs on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a lot to get into. I'm also going to talk a little bit about this Gordon Hayward injury, okay, like six minutes into the NBA season, it was a darn shame, but then so many people getting critical, you know, taking it as an opportunity to throw some jabs and stuff like that, so I wanted to find out what you guys thought, that's why I put a poll question up for us on Twitter, at Spit and Speed, what was your initial reaction to the Gordon Hayward injury, do you feel horrible for him, do you think, ah, there's 128 million reasons to feel okay if you're him, or is it all just part of the game, I want to know what you think about that as we keep moving here, dropping stats over beats, I'm going to be talking about some of the games that I find most interesting intriguing for week seven as always come Wednesday we got the practice reports there are a lot of people that did not practice I'm going to tell you which ones you need to keep an eye on for the rest of the week to see if they'll be in your lineup for week seven of the fantasy football season and here's the other thing yesterday I introduced something a little new that I'm going to try here on the fantasy freestyle we called it hashtag game of inches and once again the fantasy freestyle cypher is strong I'm going to tell you some of the big ones that I I got that I think were really heartbreaking and really a hashtag game of inches. We're going to break that down. Like I said, we're going to talk about some of the games that I think are really interesting for fantasy in week seven. And as we get more updates on this ALCS game, you know I'm going to break in and let you know. Last last night at the end of the show, if you didn't watch all the way through, we also had breaking news about Ezekiel Elliott. And he will, in fact, be eligible to play for at least week seven and eight. It's hysterical, but there was like a temporary stay because the judge who has to actually decide on this is on vacation. So everybody agonizing over every single hashtag game of inches, yet some people just do not care about your fantasy team at all. When we come back dropping stats over beats, what we're going to do is we're going to get into these. Uh, injury reports and practice reports from the beginning and I'm going to tell you about people who had some horrible beats and then I don't know if you know but the NFL is going back to London this week in a thriller of a game we'll talk about that and more as we drop stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network hey 
I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. So damn fine though I'm trying to see if I can hit it from Hey, you know what it is It is the Fantasy Freestyle Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network With your boy Dane Martinez Speeds the spitting statistician Holding you down on a Wednesday It's not just any Wednesday It's not just waiver wire Wednesday It is Fetty Wap Wednesday That's why I got my man Chris Bavona On the ones and twos So that we blow up like a Samsung 7 Let me give you some news and notes From around the NFL First of all, it looks like the Cleveland Browns Are going back to Deshaun Kaiser as their starting quarterback. Remember, Kaiser was benched last week for Cleveland. It looks like Cleveland is going back to the rookie out of Notre Dame for Week 7 against Tennessee. Listen, I think it's kind of convenient. Okay, I think it's kind of convenient that they're putting him in there against what is a bad pass defense in the Tennessee Titans. You know, I think it's interesting. And I made this kind of analogy on Lineup Lock Live earlier earlier today with Tony Sincata, the Tony Sincata. I think it's convenient timing. It's kind of like when baseball teams call like a players only meeting when they know they have Clayton Kershaw going the next day. You know, it's kind of like when the the head coach you know organizes a meeting and says they have a vote of confidence in the team right when they're about to have a four-game homestand against the dregs of the league. You know, you got the Browns going to Tennessee for this game against the Titans or home against Tennessee, that's like a good spot for a quarterback, right? And so there they're going to put him in. I think this could be a move to try to build up some of his confidence. I'm also hearing the same thing in Atlanta. They say they want to get Julio Jones involved. Well, yeah, of course you want to get Julio Jones involved, but what better time than when you're at New England against that bad pass defense, right? It's coincidental timing in my opinion. The Tennessee Titans who we're speaking about right now, they say that quarterback Marcus Mariota got through Monday Night Football without any setbacks to that hamstring, so he should be good to go. But speaking of hamstrings on the Titans, DeMarco Murray has hamstring tightness. You saw him uh, on the sidelines for some of that game. You saw that it was Derrick Henry who actually ran it out with that long touchdown. And then they're also saying that the running back split that they saw in week six was quote unquote a good model. Okay. They both had 39 snaps, but Derrick Henry actually out-touched DeMarco Murray, 20-16 to 16 in that game. And they're saying that's a good model. This could be a real timeshare going forward, especially if DeMarco Murray is struggling with a hamstring issue. Also, news out of Indianapolis. And I got to tell you something. I called this a long time ago, okay, a long, long time ago. Andrew Luck has had a setback. He was finally practicing the last couple of weeks. They thought maybe he was going to play, you know, week eight or week nine. No, he wasn't. 
Okay, the, he had a setback. He's not going to practice at all this week. I told you a long time ago that I don't think Andrew Luck is going to play at all this season. And now I'm hearing more and more reports, more and more experts and analysts are coming around saying the same thing that I told you months ago. I don't think Andrew Luck is going to play at all this season. And also, check this out. Jacoby Brissett, I said this yesterday, he looked serviceable. So if you have that at the quarterback position, and also the Colts in their next couple of games, what if they're 2-7? and seven? Why would you try to have Andrew Luck come back behind that offensive line for a lost season? I'm telling you, Andrew Luck, I don't think, is going to play at all this season. All right, now it is Wednesday. It's Fetty Wap Wednesday. It's Waiver Wire Wednesday. And I also, it's practice reports, okay? There are a lot of practice reports. I'm going to tell you all the people that were practicing, that were limited, that did not practice. But remember, remember, what you need to see, this is just the baseline. You got to see if they are trending in the right direction as it relates to Thursday's practice as it relates to Friday's practice. Okay, here are the people that are not practicing. Leonard Fournette didn't go for the Jags because of that ankle. I think this is definitely one to watch. They are riding him, and the Jags have a bye next week. I could see Chris Ivory getting the lion's share of the work this Sunday to try and give Leonard Fournette a little bit time to recuperate. Keep an eye on Leonard Fournette, the stud rookie out of LSU, and that ankle. Also, Marquise Lee did not practice for the Jags in that knee, but you're not really riding with anybody in this Jaguars passing game anyway. Remember, Blake Bortles has now won two games for the Jaguars this year completing under 10 passes. So why would you want a Lee or a Hearns or anybody in that passing game? Devontae Parker did not practice with that ankle injury that kept him out last week. They have the Jets this week. If he can't go, that's a big-time boost to Jarvis Landry. Terrence West did not practice. He's looking at a multi-week calf injury. It looks like it's going to be Alex Collins and, of course, Buck Allen there in Baltimore. Demarius Thomas did not practice with a leg injury. We've already talked about Manny Sanders also being banged up, and he might miss the next couple of games. So could that mean maybe more opportunity for a guy like Benny Fowler? I mentioned him on yesterday's show. He was only like 1% or 2% owned. If you need a wide receiver, Benny Fowler might be a guy, especially if Demarius Thomas can't go. My man, Stefan, can you do digs it? Is still not practicing with that groin. He missed all of last week, did not play last week, and this is something he's dealt with before. I actually think he's going to start trending in the right direction. They're just giving him every day possible. Let's see if he at least gets in limited work later on in the week. Kelvin Benjamin did not practice for Carolina today. That because of a knee injury. I think that's just a maintenance day for him. Personally, I think KB will be fine. My guy, boom, boom, be loud. Pow, pow. He did not practice for the Jets today. He's still got that calf injury of his own. Remember, Matt Forte is kind of getting back in there. We talked about Elijah McGuire for a couple of weeks, but this is going to be Forte if he is back and outed. Also for the Jets, Robbie Anderson didn't practice because of the hammy. And as I mentioned before, DeMarco Murray struggling with that hamstring injury. I think this is enter Derrick Henry. Hopefully you were listening to the Monday night show here of the Fantasy Freestyle where I told you you always want to make a speculative ad on some of the guys on Monday Night Football. And I told you Derrick Henry, who was owned at that point in time in something like 60-65% of leagues, would have been a great option. If you listen to me, you now have an asset moving forward. Here are some guys that were limited 
might be wound up being questionable. Jameis Winston still not throwing, but just the fact that he got any work in, that's a good sign. They have not signed anybody from the practice squad either, so maybe Jameis Winston will be able to go for Tampa Bay. Sterling Shepard practice. Remember I told you he was a great speculative ad as well because when he eventually does come back, he will be Eli Manning's number one target. He was limited in practice with that ankle. Paul Perkins was back at practice, albeit in limited fashion with those ribs. They're saying he could even be a healthy scratch. You know, Paul Perkins has not been able to do it. They wanted him to be the starter. It has not happened. They've given Wayne Gallman a shot. They've given Orleans Darkwood a shot. Both of them look like they have performed better than Paul Perkins. Paul Perkins could be on the outside looking in. If you have him in your league and you shouldn't at this point, it's okay to drop him in the rest of the trash. Chris Hogan, also wide receiver for New England, he did not, uh, he was limited in practice with. Um, that rib issue that he sustained in the game against the Jets. That could be a maintenance time for him. I think he's going to wind up being okay. Remember, they are Sunday night at home against the Atlanta Falcons. A couple people back at practice that I think is good. I talked to you about Marcus Mariota already, but check this out. Jordan Matthews was cleared for practice. He had that thumb surgery a couple of weeks ago, and if he is back, I think that's a big-time help for T-Mobile, Tyrod Taylor, and also LaShawn McCoy, and could be freeing up some space for a guy like LaShawn McCoy. Jeremy Macklin back practicing, and of course, Mohamed Sanu is also back. It's a new day for Mohamed Sanu. He is back practicing. He had that hamstring injury. And if he is back, you need to drop Tyler Gabriel. And also my guy, Austin, who, who, Hooper, may have limited opportunity if Mohamed Sanu, it's a new day, is back for Atlanta. I'm going to start using that one. I kind of like it. All right, let's keep it going. I told you yesterday to give me your hashtag game of inches. And once again, y'all responded. I love my crew my cypher out there at spitting speeds hitting me up uh on twitter hitting me up on the youtube stream i got a couple and uh chris in the studio i want to find out from you uh which do you think is the worst okay first of all carl anderson at candy shop 407 showed me an image of someone who had ryan suck up right uh his opponent had ryan suck up he won not because of like that derrick henry long touchdown run at the end but on the extra point afterwards and won by less or lost by less than a point i think that is a hashtag game of inches uh my man jd at blanchard buzz he he uh, lost by five, but the thing is, he had Austin Safarian Jenkins. So if you had Austin Safarian Jenkins, you thought you had a touchdown plus six. Then all of a sudden, they take the touchdown off the board, and you get a fumble. That's an eight-point swing, hashtag game of inches. Or is it my man uh, Bryce Petty or B underscore Petty at Swag on Point on Twitter? He had a tie. 111 to 111. There were no fractional points, okay? He had a tie. He also had Austin Safari and Jenkins, so could have had a touchdown, lost some points with the fumble, and wound up tying 111-111. And it turns out the tiebreaker in his league then is quarterback points, and his quarterback was Jameis Winston, who, as you know, did not finish the game. So that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty bad beat right there. And then FF Ender is my final one. FF underscore Ender. He lost by point. Oh, seven. That is less than a yard, officially a hashtag game of inches. Chris, I want to find out what you think was the worst so we could declare a winner for our first ever hashtag game of inches. We'll do that right after the break. We'll also open up the phone lines. You know the number. It's 844-843-6879 as Masahiro Tanaka looks to get through his sixth scoreless inning. The Yankees now have a 4 nothing lead. I don't know if it's going to be scoreless. I might have just jinxed them. Nope, fly 
ball caught in center field. Masahiro Tanaka gets through six. The Yankees have a 4-0 lead in game five of the ALCS. Phone lines will be open, and we'll talk about my spotlight games for week seven when we come back. Dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on a Fetty Wap Wednesday. It's Dane Martinez, Speed's the Spitting Statistician. We're holding you down. Hey, Chris, um, a couple of people, you know, had, had to make the time hashtag game of inches. I told you about uh, some of the contenders that I saw on my Twitter timeline, okay? We had some people with the Ryan Scup extra point, a couple people who got banged out by the uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins, what should have been touchdown and got called as a fumble, and one guy who lost by less than a tenth of a point at only .07. Let me ask you, uh... Who do you think was the worst beat? Hashtag Game of Inches, Chris. I hate ties. I hate them. I hate them, and I especially hate them in fantasy sports. Give me that one. Fair enough. That is a tie. The guy with the tie, that was uh, B underscore Petty at Swag on Point on Twitter. Had Austin Safari and Jenkins wound up tied 111 to 111. And then the tiebreaker, apparently, in this guy's league settings is to go to the quarterback points. Unfortunately, his quarterback for the day was Jameis Winston, who left the game early. That is a tough loss. Every Tuesday, we're going to do this hashtag Game of Inches. I'm going to shout out the winner, or I guess the loser, I guess. Um, and already people are excited about it. Carl Anderson at Candy Shop 407 already hit me up, being like that he's getting uh, happy that he got a shout out for hashtag Game of Inches. We're going to keep that up because the cipher is strong right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's so strong that the phone lines are already lit up. So I want to go to them now because the thing we do here is we got to take care of you so you can win your leagues and win that cash. I wanted to talk about the London game. I'm going to do that in the next segment, but let me first get to our callers because the phone lines are already lit up. It's uh, The number to call is 844-843-6879. I'll be ready to go helping you out and also helping you all rise for the judge if he ever comes back up. Yanks up 4 nothing in the sixth in game five of the ALCS. But we open up the phone lines, and first up is Joe in San Diego. It's like a whale's poom poom. Hey, Joe, how can I help you out on the fantasy freestyle? We're dropping stats over beats. Hey man, so I got a I got a quick question because all these injury reports are killing me right now yep. on my bench. So um, I I don't know what to do with Martavis Bryant, Devontae Parker. They're number five and six at my wide receivers, and I'm 
getting frustrated. I got my bye weeks coming up in week mm-hmm. nine, and I'm just – and then I got Andrew Luck on my bench too. Right. So I'm just like, oh. Well, let me tell you something, Joe. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think Andrew Luck is playing this season. I don't think Andrew Luck is playing this season, Joe. I said it at the top of the show. He had a little bit of a setback. Jacoby Brissett has been serviceable. And if the Colts are 2-7, and 2-8, why would he come back? You know, so I think you could cut bait on Andrew Luck. I know it sounds crazy, but I think you can do that. I know it feels bad because you've been stashing him this long. Devontae Parker, I keep, Joe. Martavis Bryant, I think, uh, is kind of, uh, you could cast him aside uh, because he is not playing well in the sandbox. I got to tell you something. Martavis Bryant, I think they're moving on from him into the the Juju Smith-Schusters of the world, Joe. But uh, what's your other question? Um, well, the other question was, since I had a feeling you were going to say drop Mark Davis. Yep. So how, how do you feel about Corey Davis coming back? Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like I like Corey Davis. The skill set is definitely there, and I think that that offense is going to look a lot different when he's there. Remember, you saw what Eric Decker did on Monday Night Football. I believe that's what Corey Davis is going to do on a week to week basis when he is out. Yes, I'm telling you right now, I am comfortable with you dropping Martavis Bryant for Corey Davis. And thanks for the call out there, Joe in San Diego. I got a couple people out there in Coronado. I might have to tell you to wave hello to them for me next time I talk to you. Next up. On the fantasy freestyle is Paulie T out there in Westchester. Paulie T has called the show before. I hope we've helped him out. I hope he's doing good. Hey, Paulie T, how did Week Six treat you? You dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle? Uh, week Six was not so great, but Man. you know I'm in a league right now. Where we're all in the hunt, so you okay. know it's just got to put a few put together a few wins to get into the playoffs, and yep. I think I'll be okay. Fair enough. But like the last caller, I'm uh, nursing uh, injured. Uh, bench list. Yeah. And one of the thoughts I was thinking was um, your thoughts on um, following the day-to-day for a net. And um, I'm thinking Chris Ivory's going to make it. How do you feel about um, dropping Terrell Pryor. Yeah, I'm okay with dropping Terrell Pryor also. These Washington football guys, um, I'm okay with dropping them. I'm okay with dropping Terrell Pryor. I'm okay with dropping Rob Kelly, their running back, if you have him on your roster, anybody who's out there. Yes, Paulie, I am okay with dropping Terrell Pryor, and here's the other reason. I mean, you know it. You have him on your team. He hasn't done much of anything, but the thing that bothers me the most, I'm hearing that they are talking about trying to explicitly get Josh Doxson more involved. He's another wide receiver, second or third year guy out of TCU, and they're going to look to try to get him involved more, okay? And he's another one of those big guys, okay, that target, um, that end zone, red zone kind of guy. I think he, if they do grow an opportunity for Josh Doxson, I think that hurts Terrell Pryor even more because Jamison Crowder, their other wide receiver, is, you know, more of a kind of like shifty guy, right? So I think the increase of Dotson really hurts Terrell Pryor. So, yes, I would if you have Fournette, and you and you and you're worried if he doesn't go this week, and you really need a win on a week to week basis for your playoff push. Yes, I would handcuff him with Chris Ivory, and I'm okay with you dropping Terrell Pryor to do so. Do so. Thanks for the call, Paulie, out there in Westchester. Next up, another person that has been on the show before. Let's see how he's doing. It's Stephen, Massachusetts. You're dropping stats over beats with speeds. What's good? Hey, what's going on, my man? Doing uh, all right. I'm, Judging I'm by all- your tone, you're doing all right too, huh? Well, yeah, I'm still in the playoffs. Like, okay. My record is good. I'm two. I'm I'm two and four. But but what's good? You're is two and four and still in the playoffs. Yeah, because it's it's a ten team league, and the way the manager set it up, it was between like uh, the top six guys can get in. Okay. So I, I'm I'm at the I'm at the 
I'm just like pretty much at the end. All right. And like the, there's only like three guys that are that are probably about like above five hundred uh, above five hundred right now. So pretty much everybody else is like it, it's like like I'm one game out from even like jumping from like six to maybe even like three or four. All right. So let's help you get a win for week seven. How can I help you, Steve? All right, so I had two. I had two questions, and the first one it was about uh, Calvin Benjamin. So I remember you said that uh, he wasn't practicing. You thought that uh, he'd be good to go, but but I got like an update saying that uh, he left. Uh, I guess like he was trying to practice, but he left practice because of his knee. And I wanted to know if I should just like uh, keep an eye on that, and if he can't go, maybe I should try to like uh, grab like a Chris uh, Chris Ivory if uh, if I have like the extra bench spot to like pick him up. Yeah, uh, Steve, I would not cut bait on Kelvin Benjamin, okay? I understand that he left practice or missed practice today. That knee is barking at him. But that's the thing here, okay? This is just Wednesday. It's early in the week. And a lot of these guys who miss practice on Wednesday, check tomorrow and watch you see him get in what they call a limited practice on Thursday and again then maybe a full practice on Friday. Of the guys I told you that did not practice today, Kelvin Benjamin is one that I'm not actually worried about. I think Kelvin Benjamin's going to be fine. And, Steve, you don't want to drop. Kelvin Benjamin, okay? Even if he doesn't go this week, you want to ride out with him uh, on a week-to-week basis. I don't think, I, w- I would not take uh, a guy like an Ivory over a guy like Kelvin Benjamin. You're just going to have to deal with it, unfortunately, Steve. And so many people are dealing with injuries right now. You're not alone, but Kelvin Benjamin is someone that I would ride with and just ke- check the practice reports. Tune in to the Fantasy Freestyle for the rest of the week, and I will certainly update you on the status of Kelvin Benjamin. But thanks for the call, as always, Steve. Next up on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go down to Texas. Hey, Dylan, I don't know if you're an Astros fan, but my Yankees are uh, doing what they do at home, up 4 nothing in Game 5. They may send the series back down to Houston, only one win away from the World Series. But then again, you might not even be an Astros fan, Dylan, so let's keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you for Week 7? Hey, bud, thanks for taking my call. Uh, not much of a baseball fan, but uh, yeah, I got a trade qu- or a roster kind of a construction sure. question. Uh, I got two heavy hitters at running back. It's a 14-team PPR. I got Gurley and Bell at my running back. Nice. But uh, wide receiver's kind of weak. Uh, I got Garcon, Martavis Bryant, Devontae Parker as my three top. Uh, I got Russell Wilson at QB, so I'm set there, too. I'm just wondering what can I do to improve my receiver situation? Uh, and also at tight end, I have George Kittle. What do you think about George Kittle? Yeah, yo, let me tell you something, Dylan. I'm going to try and take him one at a time. First of all, Dylan, I love George Kittle moving forward, okay? I love George Kittle moving forward. This is something I wanted to say. Um I think when the 49ers move to the young quarterback, C.J. Beathard, um, that is great for George Kittle. And here's why, Dylan. I'm about to give you a good nugget of information. Okay, C.J. Beathard is their rookie quarterback. He's out of Iowa. You know where George Kittle went to school also? Iowa. These guys were teammates in college, okay? So, so I think when going gets tough, he's going to look for a security blanket, and that's George Kittle. So I really like that. I will say this, though, Dylan. Your wide receiver... Uh, position is a problem. You know Devontae Parker is out. You know Martavis Bryant hasn't really been doing it for you, okay? So what I would do is I would try to trade Martavis Bryant to anybody right now who still thinks he has some name value and can still really pop off. I would try to trade. I would try to trade Martavis Bryant if I could. If not, you need to hit the waiver wire and uh, try to find another wide receiver. Here's the other thing you need. you could do, and I know you're not going to like it. 
You might have to start to dangle a guy like Todd Gurley in trade. You might have to try to do a two-for-two kind of thing, right? Where you trade Todd Gurley and Martavis Bryant, and what you get back is a much better wide receiver and a slightly less good running back because you still will have Le'Veon Bell, right? So if you traded Todd Gurley and Martavis Bryant and you could get back a wide receiver like an Adam Thielen to help you out, then you might have to drop down from a Todd Gurley to more of a real RB2. You may have to deal from your position of strength because I think Bryant and especially Parker Wall injured is going to be a problem. But what's not a problem is the collaboration we're doing with DKMS to help fight blood cancer. I've been telling you every day, so you already know what it is. But you should go onto the website, learn how you could fight, uh, help to fight against blood cancer, maybe become a blood donor, maybe become a bone marrow donor. We also got free entries into DFS contests. You could win tickets for two to Super Bowl 52. The phone lines are still going on. I see you, Armando. I see you, Trey. I see you, Benny. And as always... My man, Taco and Bama. We're going to get to your calls when we come back, and then I'm going to tell you my take on the London game as well. We're dropping stats over beats with speeds. Let's go. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Aaron Judge, and you're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle, where we hashtag drop stats over beats. Hey, Chris, the Manimal Bavona, he's keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Chris, I just got a shout-out on my Twitter timeline for those what they call fire beats coming. So you're doing big things, Chris Bavona, the Manimal on the ones and twos. All right, And I really love the fact that we just had that, if you're listening on Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we just had that Aaron Judge intro all rise for the judge as the Yankees look to take game five of the ALCS and go down to Houston up three games to two. I see you guys on the phone lines. Real quick, though, before we get to that, I want to tell you my take on this London game. They're playing a game that's Sunday night football out there in London, so it's going in the one o'clock Eastern time window in the early games here on week seven. It's the Cardinals and Rams. And let me tell you something. Weird things always happen in this London game, right? And you know how I talk about the travel and all this? Well, that's what it's East Coast teams going across the pond. These are now two teams from the NFC West that are traveling across, okay? Arizona was home last week for Tampa. They are now flying from Arizona to London. That is a very long flight. And the Rams, they were at Jacksonville. They did not go home and went straight from Jacksonville to London. I got to tell you something. I think some weird things are going to happen. I want to target two players. The first is Adrian Peterson. I know everybody loves Adrian Peterson off of what he did last week. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm still not buying Adrian Peterson, okay? Listen, this guy had one good game. 
All right. Remember, he was not doing it all season long with the Saints. The year before that with Minnesota, I think that there was this kind of like uh, rookie luck, shall we say, in his first game. Okay, I understand the Rams are another bad run defense, but he did it against Tampa, which was a very bad run defense. I think as teams start to adjust and understand what the Cardinals are trying to do with AP, they will be able to stop it. Remember, this guy is also an older back. I don't know if he's going to stand up to the wear and tear. And the fact that they have a London game just hurts. You know what I think about this travel and the layoff that happens after that. I am fading Adrian Peterson. If you have him on your team, I I believe it is time to sell high on Adrian Peterson. I'm telling you right now, the other person that I think is big time uh, that you need to know about in this game is Robert Woods, okay? Listen, I've been talking about it all year. Patrick Peterson has taken away the number one receiver that he's been facing all season long. This week, okay, um... That would be Sammy Watkins, who hasn't really been doing it at all anyway. But the other wide receivers facing the Cardinals have really blown up. And I've told you how I like that Jared Goff is starting to be one of these aggregates, some better than the parts kind of offense. He's going to Robert Woods. He's going to Cooper Cup. He's going to Todd Gurley. I think Robert Woods is a very interesting DFS play. When I give you my DFS lineup on Friday, you may see Robert Woods in it. I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are going to be the guys that eat in this London game. I like the Rams in this game. I like the Rams to stay in the lead of the NFC West. I like the Rams to win this game, and I think there will be a bunch of points scored in this game. Okay, we're going to keep it moving. It is, in fact, the second trip to London for Adrian Peterson. Think about that as well, uh, because he was on the Saints. They went out there. A lot of travel for AP. Getting up there in years. I don't know if he's going to withstand the wear and tear. I'm fading Adrian Peterson to me. He's a fantasy freestyle fugazi. But all right, let's go back to the phones because we got a couple of people still on the line trying to get help from Speeds, the spitting statistician. Let's go to Armando in San Diego. Second call from San Diego today. Armando, you're on the line with Speeds. We dropping stats over beats. What's good with you, bro? Yo, what's up, Dan? Uh, I got some. I got a trade offer today. The Amari Cooper owner offered me Amari for Michael Crabtree. And... Um, my other two wide receivers are T.Y. Hilton and Mike Evans. So I got a nice base with Crabtree and Hilton. Or I'm sorry, with uh, Evans and Crabtree. So T.Y. would be my heavy hitter. Now Andrew Luck might be out for the rest of the season. Do I trade Cooper for, for Crabtree? Uh, I like Crabtree much better than Cooper. I've been saying that all season long. I, this was a called shot of mine. I said this before the season ever started. I said that Crabtree will outproduce Cooper. He actually has, like in the last last year as well. I, I like Michael Crabtree much better than Amari Cooper, Armando. So if you're getting Crabtree, then yeah. But it sounds like, are you getting Crabtree or getting Cooper? I'm sorry. Um no, I would be getting Cooper. I'd be trading away Crabtree, but I still have those two heavy hitters in T.Y. and Mike Evans. It's just that big name that I'm being pulled to. Nah, I don't do it. Don't do it. This guy is trying to trick you. <laughs> this guy is trying to trick you on just that, the name value. Don't do it, Armando. Like you said, you have T.Y. Hilton. You have some other guys that are okay, that are going to be able to hold you down. You need the consistency that Michael Crabtree offers. You see it, okay? Uh, when he's healthy, he's the one who's 
actually the target for Mr. Carr. I like Crabtree much better than Cooper or Armando. I wouldn't do it. But, you know, hey, take it with a grain of salt. Trust your gut. If you want to go against the spitting statistician, that is okay with me. I think it is Crabtree greater than sign Amari Cooper. Let's keep it moving. We uh we got Trey. Trey is out there in Memphis where the grindhouse opens tonight, Trey, for your Memphis Grizzlies. I think it might be a long season for them. But it sounds like you have some big-time quarterback issues. Let me try to help you out for week seven. Uh, Trey, what's going on? Hey, yo, what's up, brother, man? First time calling, man. Enjoy your insight, man. I appreciate it. Anytime. Uh, You're always welcome. How can I help? Hey, yo, uh, I got uh, Stafford and Watson, right? Both of them on the bye. So I'm looking for, yeah, so I'm looking for a good little stream. Uh, Tyrod, Jerry Goff, you know, like which one? And also I got another question, too. Um, I'm trying to jump ahead of the curve. You know, Larry just had a couple big games, you mm-hmm. know, just last week, uh, Larry Fitz. And so I'm, I I got Dez Bryant, Michael Crabtree, Devontae Parker, and I picked up Sterling, as you said, you know, doing one of them little, little inside pickups. Yeah. But uh, I'm looking to trade Larry Fitz to get kind of, you know, more solid at wide receiver. Uh, should I should I trade him high, you know what I'm saying, and what kind of tier should I get before him? Um, thanks for the call, Trey. I'm going to tell you this. I, you know, and, 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 and Trey, I'm not saying you, but a lot of people are hitting me up on Twitter and they're talking about trades that they want to make. They want to make trades. They want to make trades. Resist the urge to over tinker. Okay. You have a decent wideout group. It sounds like Trey between Fitz and Dez. Some of the others you are going to have Shepard coming back. I would stay put. Okay, I would not trade Fitz. I'd be happy with the production that Fitz gives you. Okay, I wouldn't worry about trading him. Now, on to your quarterback issue, Trey. It sounds like the two guys you want me to talk about are Tyrod Taylor and then Jared Goff, right? Tyrod Taylor and Jared Goff seem to be the two people that you're thinking about. Now, let me tell you something. I... I hate to say this. I think both of them are decent plays. I got to tell you the truth. I think both of them are decent plays, and the reason is because I like both of the matchups. Tyrod Taylor is up against Tampa Bay. You saw what the Cardinals did against Tampa Bay last week, so I think that's good. But then there's Arizona, and Arizona has been giving it up a lot. So you know what? I'm going to go against conventional wisdom here of the two, Mm, but Tyrod could get you some running yards too. That's a tough one, man. You know what? Give me Tyrod Taylor against this Tampa Bay pass defense that has been carved up on a weekly basis. And the Ty Baker for me, because these guys are both pretty close for me. This week I have one ranked number 14 and I have the other ranked number 16. But give me Tyrod. And the reason is because I think he can get you a little bit of production in the run game as well. And that's something you could rely on. Tyrod not turning the ball over. Even though he has no kind of weapons, you got to hope he hits up Shady McCoy in the pass game. That's where I would go i'd go with my man t-mobile tyrod taylor but trey no reason for you to try to flip fits at this point we next go to my good friend the friend of the show it is taco in alabama taco in bama what's going on with you how can we help i'm doing good man uh i just i'm thinking about next week already okay uh and i i'm wondering my yeah i'm in two q two qb league okay and my quarterback's are uh, Kirk Cousins and Mariota, and I have Goff on the bench. So Goff and Mariota both have bye next week. And I'm looking uh, at what I've got, and I, I actually I dropped Brissett today mm-hmm. uh, to pick up Corey Davis. Okay. And so I'm looking, should I, should I trust Brissett next week against Cincinnati? 
Nah, or Cincinnati's a decent pass try- defense. Cincinnati's a decent pass but, defense. Well, see, my, my running backs are right now I've got Zeke Freeman, uh, Ty Mont, and uh, Kareem Hunt. And I'm wondering if I should maybe trade one of those uh, for you know, a decent quarterback next week. Right. So here's what you could do. What you could also do, Taco, is you could look, you know, everybody's got bye week issues, injury issues. You could look to a team that has their quarterbacks on bye this week. Look at the team that owns Matthew Stafford. They're on a bye this week. Look at the team that owns Deshaun Watson. They're on a bye this week. Look at the team that owns Jameis Winston, who is banged up and may not go this week. You could maybe trade a Jared Goff to them. Right and get this kind of and get something back right and, and get a get back maybe uh, a, a lower level quarterback or you know someone to help you at the running back position. What you could do is look to trade Jared Goff or Mariota to be quite honest. But I like Mariota over Goff. I would look to trade Jared Goff to the owner that has either Stafford or or Watson that are on buy or Jameis Winston who's pretty banged up right now or any of these other quarterback situations where they've made a change. They're going to be thirsty for a quarterback. They're going to see that you have. Have three to deal with, and you may be able to make a trade right there. Okay, Taco, but thanks for the call. As always, you're always welcome on the show. Last call for the day. We got Benny in Georgia. Hey, Benny, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle, but get your question out real quick. I may have to answer it after the break. Benny, what's going on? All right, so right now I pretty much lost last week because of my running backs because I benched Derrick Henry and started DeMarco. That's fine, but what's your question? We're up against the break. I got to hear it. I have DeMarco, Rob Kelly, Eric Henry, and Mike Gillisley. Who should I start? DeMarco Murray, R- Rob Kelly. Say it again real quick. Uh, Mike Gillisley and Derek Henry. And Derek Henry. All right. After the break, I'm going to tell you how I rank these four running backs for Benny. And then we're going to see if uh, Chris Venture has any YouTube questions for us. And I'm going to keep tabs on our poll and on ALCS Game 5. we got a lot to do and only four minutes left as we drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy. Freestyle. I called this a long time ago. Andrew Luck has had a step. He was finally practicing the last couple of weeks. They thought maybe he was going to play, you know, week eight, or week nine. No, he wasn't. I told you a long time ago that I don't think Andrew Luck is going to play at all this season. I don't think Andrew Luck is going to play at all this season. Why would you try to have Andrew Luck come back behind that offensive line for a lost season? Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we went to break, I had a question from Benny down there in Georgia. Benny, let me tell you something, okay, if you're still listening. I think health will determine this for you, okay? Um, if, if, if Rob Kelly is back playing, then he's viable, but I don't know if he's practicing this week. Same with Marco Murray and that hamstring. That bothers me a little bit, okay? The way I would rank these guys is DeMarco Murray is your obvious number one, but if he can't go, then you gotta put Derrick Henry in there, okay? So I'd say, I, I think Derek, uh, I think DeMarco Murray is in some trouble, so I like Derrick Henry and I like Rob Kelly. I'm down on Mike Gillisley. I think he's touchdown dependent. You know if you have him on your roster, you know, it's all about if he gets the touchdown. He got three touchdowns in week one, but after that, it's like 
like, you know, 12 carries for 47 yards, 11 carries for 53 yards, and that's not going to get it done unless he gets in the end zone. He's touchdown dependent. Give me whichever Titans running back starts, and then hopefully Rob Kelly if he starts as well. But as I promised you guys, it's not only on the phone lines. I want to hit you guys up if you holler at me on YouTube, okay? And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. It's right there, okay? Tell a friend to tell a friend about your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Hey, Ventra, we got anything good on YouTube that I can help people out with? What do we got? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, so first one we got is a trade question. Should I trade Deshaun Watson for Terrell Pryor and my boy Dougie Fresh, Doug Martin? No. no. Absolutely not. Brandon Potts, this comes from. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, Deshaun so Watson either. has been killing it. And and who's that running back you said? Be- because I'm down on whoever that running back is, I think. D- uh, Doug Martin? Oh, no, no. I like Dougie. I like Dougie. Dougie. I think he's a real RB, too. But Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson is, I can't believe I'm saying this, he's like a top five quarterback yes. moving forward, yeah. okay? We got one more. We got time for one more. Yeah, here's a good one. Uh, he needs two and one flex from these four. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Chris Thompson, and Derrick Henry. This is standard scoring. He said he's 6-0, and too. Oh, that's a great record. We all wish we were 6-0. and Because it is standard scoring, uh, the one that does not get in there is Chris Thompson. Right. That's, my, that's, that's what I would say. What do you think, Ventra? Yeah, I'd say the same. If you said just to pick two, I think I might go Derrick Henry and even – I might even stick with McCaffrey with that, too. Yeah, I would go McCaffrey, then uh, then Henry, then Mixon, especially if we get news that uh, DeMarco Murray is in trouble with that hamstring. Thanks a lot, Chris. No we appreciate it. We're going to talk to you late uh, tomorrow's show. Get me those uh, questions from YouTube. We definitely love it. As you know, we also we got a poll on Twitter. We got a poll on Twitter right now. I was asking you about the Gordon Hayward injury and how you felt you know kind of about it did you feel really bad for him or were you like hey he's got 128 million dollars it's all good he'll be all right or is it like a kind of thing like yeah you don't you can't feel bad can't whatever because yo injuries is all part of the game 71 percent of you say that you feel really bad for him only 11 percent say that hey there's 128 million reasons to be okay 18 percent of you say it's all part of the game listen i you know First of all, he's on Boston, and as you guys know, I'm a New Yorker, right? So, you know, it's going to be hard for me to feel bad for the Celtics. But you do got to feel for him. You do got to feel for him. I think it was horrible. I think it puts a damper a little bit on opening weekend. Remember, they're not going to have Isaiah Thomas back. Um, excuse me. Uh, Isaiah is in Cleveland, but he won't be back until January. Now Gordon Hayward won't be back for the Celtics. You know, I want to see the players play. They even, you know, extended the season and stretched it out so there's less back-to-backs. It's because fans want to see the players play. And unfortunately, um, that's not going to happen for Gordon Hayward for a long time. It definitely looked like a uh, big-time injury. As we are about to get out of here, I got to tell you, the Yankees are putting it on right that is uh is el gary gary sanchez goes yard into the bleachers all rise for the judge the new york yankees they got a big lead in game five but it is never over okay it is never over it is five nothing in the seventh vamos yankees like my man mariano duncan used to say we play today we win today it, okay and that's what we're gonna try and do here tomorrow on the fantasy freestyle i'll tell you more about some of the games that i'm I'm interested in for week seven, and we're going to drop stats over beats with the cypher right here on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. I'm out. See y'all tomorrow. Peace.